0: I believe every person deserves kindness in their lives. I believe kindness has the power to change us from the inside out, to change the world beginning with you and me. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Self-Kindness, Self-Kindness with Pete. It's about figuring out how kindness towards ourselves can be our superpower, how kindness is more than just a reward at the end of the day. It's about living clear lives, focused lives, motivated by loving concern rather than motivated by fear and anxiety it's about how we make that change how does self-kindness show up the moment we need it the most you are so worthy of the kindness that's already in you and each week we'll be exploring how to do that with people who are leading this kindness awakening in their own lives my name is pete sibley and i'm so grateful you're here Self-Kindness with Pete is supported and caffeinated by Captain and Stoker Coffee Roasters, located at 398 East Franklin Street in Monterey, California. And if you're not local, you can hop on captainandstoker.com and order up a bag, brew up a cup today. So why don't you love on them a little bit? They're great supporters of Self-Kindness with Pete. Grab a great cup of coffee. Thanks, Captain and Stoker. Self-Kindness with Pete is supported by Union Yoga Monterey. They're now offering beach yoga classes at the Tides Hotel if you're here locally in Monterey. And you can sign up for all of this at unionyoga-monterey.com. So I'm loving it. Thank you, Union Yoga. Thanks for your support. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley. And as always, so grateful you're here today if you are Uh, returning listener. Thanks for coming back. If this is the first time you're tuning in, so excited and grateful that you're here. We're going to talk a little bit about self-kindness today. What does that mean? And as always, want to start in with just a check-in. How's it going? Where do we find you this morning? Well, it's (laughs) morning for me as I'm recording this, so it's uh, it's it's starting to actually feel like fall in california which is it's a new experience for me even though we've lived here for for a bunch of years now i notice that i'm still getting used to getting used to that shift that's what we're going to be talking about today on this podcast is that awareness that noticing watching all of the stories unfold getting in touch with that wonderful space in us that if we're okay with our story, just notice how we're okay with life. And so I want to share with you how we do that. And that's what I'm going to do next Friday, December 4th, if you're listening to this uh, in real time, December 4th, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, I'm going to be talking about how do we take and implement a self-kindness practice into our lives how do we take these ideas on this podcast and make them something tangible and what we're going to be focusing on specifically around the self-kindness practice is our self-talk you know how are you talking to yourself and how do we bring self-kindness into that so the exciting thing about this is if you register you can go to peet.sibley.com/webinar or go to the show uh, notes here and find the link there. If you register, you will be entered into getting a free coaching session with me. So one participant, one person who registers out of all the folks that sign up will get a free coaching session with me. And you don't even have to be on the call to win the coaching session. So if you want to register, sign up, and get a recorded version of the webinar, and get that free coaching session. You can do that at PeteSibley.com webinar or check the show notes here or go over to my Instagram account at Pete. DM me, and I'll send you all the information there. That's a webinar next Friday, December 4th, about self-kindness and uh, self-talk. So let's just, as always, start really basic. How are you doing right now? Where does this find you? Are you walking down the street? Are you just doing a couple activities and have this playing in the background? Wherever you are, you can always take a moment to bring your attention and just notice what's going on. I noticed as I asked that question that I had my shoulders all bunched up, so I loosened those up a little bit. I noticed that My hand is on a nice warm cup of hot water. I've already drank my uh, Captain Stoker coffee for the morning. So, you know, where are you right now? And that's really what I want to get into today is self-kindness. I feel like I'm getting a lot of questions around, just in general, around self-kindness. And what does that mean? And so I wanted to just really have this podcast be self-kindness getting started podcast really just to bring us back to why self-kindness might be important and how to just start taking some of these ideas these concepts that are brought forward by all my incredible guests and make them a reality i do have an incredible interview that i'm going to be putting out next week but i decided with the thanksgiving holiday that i would throw this in you know, and a lot of times, the podcast is coming in response to what I'm hearing you ask. So if there's something on the podcast you want me to explain more, I love when you reach out and ask questions. I get emails from people really spending some time on Instagram, trying to limit that, of course. But you can find me there at self-kindness with Pete. And DM me or reach out, follow some of those links. Let's talk, let's explore, let's be serious and intentional about self-kindness in your life. So, if you're listening to this podcast or have listened in the past, um, you know, let's just talk about getting into a self-kindness practice because I feel and I so. Uh, I still believe that this is really the new place that we're going as human beings. We are waking up to this idea and the wisdom uh, about the having the intentionality being serious about a self-care practice. And, you know, I'll, I'll say self-care here, but really it's deeper than that. Um, in the sense that I feel like self-care um, is a beautiful, important practice, but that can at times keep us from diving in a little deeper. So words like having a self-compassionate practice or a self-kindness practice or a self-loving practice take us to the depth that this work can bring us, an awareness practice. And with doing this work, doing your work, is doing this work for everybody. I, I feel like, again, you know, this time that we're entering these, these next several weeks, a time of gratitude, a time of sharing, and even gift giving, I believe the greatest gift that we can give as a human being is to be a presence for others, to live open-hearted in the world, and to be clear, intentional, and honest about that practice. So this idea of the individual work affecting and benefiting the larger is a theme that I feel like I notice a lot in self-kindness. You know, it comes up um, like as a parent that my work that I do affects the people around me. It affects my children. So I need to do that work first. And the same thing at my job. Or if you have coworkers, doing your work first allows you to be a clear, focused human being. So, if you are a, pa- a past listener to the podcast or just jumping in, either way, you might have heard me talking about a new uh, awareness and noticing that has come in my life, which is uh, a diagnosis as recently as a 45 year old adult being diagnosed as ADHD. And the thing that I have noticed about that experience, this new experience, this new knowledge, is that rather than it affecting me in a negative way of, oh, geez, now I've got this to deal with, I notice that it's the opposite. It has made me feel more focused and more intentional in my life to, uh, you know, bring that into the fold and let that be part of my experience in self-acceptance, in self-kindness. And so I bring that up because a lot of people that I talk to when I explain a self-kindness practice, they say to me, you know, Pete, if you, it's like, I hear you, but there are so many balls in the air. It's like, I can't even see the sky (laughs) or, you know, the bills I have. They're just, I don't see an end to it. Or, you know, my parents' health or my car broke down. I get texts from people that say, you know, Pete, I'm in a tough cycle right now or, uh, you know, I recently lost it, or I melted down. And those, in my experience, with a self-kindness practice, those are the places that we begin. So let's get into a self-kindness practice. This podcast is going to just be an intro into some of the work that I do with uh, my clients. And how I go about coaching people into a self-kindness practice in their lives so that once our coaching is done, you own this practice in your own life. You have made it a viable and living practice for you. And I'm so passionate about saying yes to anyone who comes to me. Yes, you can right now in the midst of all of this, begin your self-kindness practice. And in fact, I actually feel that it's even more essential as things feel like they are getting more wild and more hectic in your life to invite that self-kindness practice. I mean, in the meditation world, they say something to the extent like, if you feel like you don't have 15 or 20 minutes in your day to meditate, then you better set aside an hour. And what that points to is that it is essential. It is essential for us to turn the lens back in. The first step in a self-kindness practice is to become aware. And No amount of knowledge, no amount of new understanding and research holds any value without that awareness. Some of the mystics, some of the wisdom teachings and traditions, they say that that awareness arising in you, well, that's nothing that you can do. It's either taken place, or it hasn't. So if you're listening to this, it's taken place. You don't need to worry about whether or not that's there. The awareness is there. The awareness is the part of you that notices what you're thinking. It is the part of you that notices what you're feeling. And how do you get in touch with that? Well, you begin by just naming, naming it awareness. So I wanna share a couple stories about what does that look like, practicing it? What are some teachers that we can turn to? What are some things in our lives that can give us that sense of noticing, that awareness? First off, I actually wanna just Hand it back to you and say, where do you become aware of that witnessing presence in you? The thing, the part of you that hears and watches the the mind, the story, the thoughts, the things that are coming up, the feelings inside of you. When do you notice it? Maybe you walk in nature and that's when it comes up. And you start to hear all the things moving through your mind. Maybe, you know, like me, it can be uh, when you're playing music or sitting at uh, a piano. Maybe you like to draw or you're journaling or you watch a great movie. You know, what are the moments when it comes up for you? And here's a couple moments that came up to me just in the past two days when I first had this thought of doing a podcast of kind of outlining getting started with your self-kindness practice. So in the morning, I sometimes, and the person who goes outside opens up the garage door where our cat spends the night. And this is a fun little ritual because when you open up the door, our cat kind of does this growl meow Meow as he comes out. Meow. Yeah, just like that, Pete. Meow. <laughs> and he he hops onto the deck. And the first thing he does is he, you know, freezes right there. And he looks around. And his tail does this little twitching. And it's the cat living out of that space of intense awareness. Now, you might just say, well, Pete, that's a cat, and that's what cats do. And I would say, yeah, that's what cats do. And have you ever met an anxious cat? Have you ever met a stressed-out cat with too much to do, feeling overwhelmed? Yeah, no. Cats can be excellent teachers. Even though I'm not a big cat fan, (laughs) I do have to say... That little ritual in the morning can be a moment of watching a teacher and awareness. You know, my wife came downstairs and she shared with me, she said, held up her finger and it was all red and looked like it was starting to bruise and it looked pretty ouchy. And she said, I just smashed my finger in the drawer as I was closing it. And she said, you know, what was funny, it hurt like heck, but all of a sudden I noticed how I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. So where is that happening in your life? Where are you going and going and going and then something is, you know, maybe it's an uh, ouchie, maybe it's uh, something that, that comes and brings your attention right back, right here. I notice that a lot of times it can be others. And I watch my kids and they teach me that when I'm bored, I can become really aware and not that I get bored very often as a parent and working and doing all the things that I do in my life. But every once in a while, I notice how I'm reaching for something maybe my phone, maybe Netflix, maybe a snack. And perhaps that is a moment to become aware and notice. How am I moving to cover up that feeling? Hmm. I'll get into that in a moment. And so the last thing I want to say about this Getting started with self-kindness and awareness is noticing when life is showing up and how it's showing up. And for most of us, for most of you, that uh, self-kindness practice can really start to take big hold and show you big changes in your life is when it feels like you're in a tough cycle when you have a meltdown when things just there's just almost too much to handle so i want to share a story because a few weeks ago i was working with a client and i started to tell this story about one time where i jumped out of well i didn't jump out of a moving car it was stopped but i jumped out of uh, my car with my family in it and i ran away from my car And my clients started laughing and they said, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I've done that too. So (laughs) I wonder, maybe we could start a a little uh, hashtag or something for parents out there. But how many of you have or have wanted to get out of your car and run away? You know, I'm not saying that you're a bad parent or a bad person if you wanted to do that. But I wonder how many of us have thought about that or have actually done it. So the short version of my story is we were driving around the country. Now, about maybe nine years ago, when Anne, my wife and I, we were still full-time touring musicians, driving around uh, and playing shows. We had done this wild adventure and maybe we'll talk about this on another podcast, where after living 12 years in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, we sold our house in about two weeks' time, got rid of everything we owned, put our two children, who were two and a half, our daughter and our son was eight months old, we put our children in our Subaru, we packed up the car, and we drove out of Jackson Hole, not knowing where we were going to stop And call the next place home. So we were driving around the country. Which ended up being about a year and a half adventure. Where we drove through 30 states. Went back and forth across the United States. About, you know, a couple times. (laughs) And at one point on this journey. We were driving to stay with my parents for the holidays. And they live in Connecticut on the East Coast. And we were driving on um on a interstate. It was raining. And I was very frustrated. Kids were crying in the back. Ann and I weren't really seeing eye to eye. We hadn't really been sleeping. We'd been on the road after leaving Jackson Hole for nearly three and a half months straight. And I was at the end of my rope, you know? I was in the middle of a meltdown because I was getting driving unsafe and Anne turned to me and said, "Uh, honey, uh, I would really like you to slow down. And maybe those weren't her exact words, but I heard something in her that she was critiquing my driving. And she was totally right but in that moment, I could not handle it. It's like, that's it. I'm done. You want to drive? I'm pulling over. You're driving. And so I pulled off the interstate onto what I thought was going to be this back country road in upstate New York so I could get out and let Anne drive. But actually what I had done is I had gone on, gotten onto another Throughway that was going to actually bring me into New York City. So I felt like this is a metaphor for sometimes where we think we're doing the thing that's going to help us out, but actually it's pouring, you know, more fuel onto the fire. So complete lack of awareness on my point. And I ended up speeding up even faster until I found another off ramp. And I got off of that throughway, got to the end of the ramp, and I threw the car in park, jumped out of the car in the pouring rain, left my family there, and I ran away from the car. And so, why do I bring that story up? I bring that story up because that's where a lot of you are. You're at the point where you feel like you just need to run away from the car. And I want to invite you, as I do with my clients, that this is a place to begin. It's a place to start by noticing. It's an act of self-kindness because otherwise, We don't give ourselves that break and we keep on adding more and more and more. Or we use buffering. We use wine. We use Netflix. We use porn. We use anything, exercise, over-exercising, shopping. We use Black Friday sales in the States. Anything to not be aware and to sit in the experience of what's coming up. So I had run away from that car and, you know, maybe I'll tell the full story on another podcast, but eventually came back to the car, soaking wet, hopped in the car and was had already moved over to the driver's seat and the kids were happy. She had given them a snack. I think they were listening to music, got back in the car and I just got to notice in that moment. And of course I've gone back and I've done a lot of work. I've done... Some apologizing to Anne for that moment, that day. But I got to allow and let that experience, those emotions, help me into my self-kindness practice. So that's the first part: is the awareness in you. Is a connection possible? The second part of a self-kindness practice is noticing those emotions, those feelings, before you immediately move into explaining them away, pushing them away, numbing them out. Can you just notice them? The third part of a self-kindness practice and getting started is now that you have that awareness going, you notice the emotions. Where can you become interested in and curious about what is coming up around those emotions? In last week's episode, when I was talking about overwhelm, I talked about noticing your feelings and then collecting those thoughts. Every feeling is fueled by your thought, your thoughts, your stories, your beliefs. What are you noticing is going on in your mind? And then the fourth part of a self-kindness practice is moving from that curiosity into investigating, inquiring into those thoughts, using the different practices that help you do what Dr. Palin Kesseber talked about several episodes ago on this podcast, that neuroplasticity. How do we help be intentional about how our brain is rewiring itself? And so the neuroplasticity is this wonderful, fun word, and yet it's the investigating. It's inquiring into our thoughts. It's using a thought model that will move us from just noticing to beginning to watch what's unfolding to living the experience of self-kindness of self-compassion self-care self-love it's the how-to when you're in a tough cycle it's the how-to when you're asking those questions you know what do i want from my life so okay We have these self-kindness practice guidelines, an intro, if you will, to self-kindness, getting started. First, knowing that there's an awareness already in you and connecting to that. Might be asking questions, is it possible that I could be misinterpreting what's going on in my life? And noticing what do I make the events and situations in my life mean? What do I make them mean about me? What do I make them mean about the world? So that's number one, the awareness. Number two, noticing what emotions, what feelings are coming up in you. And before you immediately move into explaining them away or pushing them away or numbing them out, can you watch them? Can you witness them? Can you be aware of them? And third, can you become interested and curious about those emotions and feelings so much so that you begin to watch the thoughts that are traveling and that are there to cause those feelings, those emotions. Like me driving that car, my anger, my frustration, when I went back and looked at it, I noticed that I was having thoughts about my kid's don't listen to me. My wife doesn't see all that I'm doing in that moment to support the family. And then other thoughts that I have, like, I'm doing it wrong. This was a mistake to sell our house and drive around the country. And to also notice all the places that I missed, you know, weeks prior to support myself with more sleep for asking for more help. So when we become interested and curious, we notice these thoughts. And then the fourth part of starting a self-kindness practice is, what's your method of investigating, inquiring into? What's your thought model that you can put this into? Writing the thoughts down to see them on a piece of paper and then question them. I love the questions, is it true? Can I absolutely know it's true? How do I react with the thought? Who would I be without the thought? And turning the thought around. And I also love the thought model, which is noticing that my thoughts are in response to a circumstance. And my feelings are in response to those thoughts. And my actions come out of my feelings. So I turn down a ramp and i run away because of the feelings that i'm having and those are the results so my results come from my actions which come from my feelings which come from my thoughts so are you willing to try the practice however messy it might be are you willing to be a beginner with something like self-kindness with something like self-compassion I invite you to get support where you need it. I have found that that has been the biggest change in my life. Having this self-kindness practice, which I have been embarking on for years and years and years and just amazed at the exponential growth I've experienced once I reached out and asked for greater support through coaching, through therapy, So self-kindness is allowing for the freedom of you as yourself, accepting you to show up. And I invite you to that journey. So I hope that gives you a little insight into stepping into a self-kindness practice in your life. If you found this episode helpful, would you please share it with a friend? And if you are curious about the coaching that I'm doing, I would love to work with you. Go to PeteSibley.com coaching to find out more, or you can hop on at self-kindness with Pete on Instagram and DM me, that gets right to me and I'll get right back to you. I wanna send you off with thanks for listening. It means so much that you're here would you rate the show? That helps get this conversation out there to a wider audience. We're doing this. We're going to do this self-kindness thing. I hope you have a wonderful holiday if you are in the States. And I hope you have a wonderful beginning to a holiday season around the world. I love you. And I'll leave you with this song of Hand and Minds. And until next week, be kind. Hey, Self-Kindness with Pete listener, I see you. You know that more self-kindness would benefit your life, but you're not sure where to begin, or you're in a tough cycle right now, or maybe there's so many balls in the air you can't even see the sky. You've done this self-work thing in the past, but still don't feel like you're living it every day, living from a big, free, purposeful life. Then, You gotta sign up for my self-kindness coaching. My kindness coaching is my monthly one-on-one coaching where I teach you the tools and methods I've used in my own life so that you will know how to bring peace of mind, lightness, a sense of control and contentment to your life. Massive change begins in us. It's insanely effective, this coaching, because it goes directly to the source. And it teaches you how to live this practice long after the coaching is done. I would love to begin working with you. Go to PeteSibley.com slash coaching for a free consultation. All this dreaming they say it won't last. But I've seen the rainbows and i touch the glass get open and then money paid somehow the days keep turning and I'm blessed but what I've made be going. There's a bus to catch full of believers and a promise that this place I'm headed is the place to be. With the pickers.